Uh, Guys, we all like look, to party method. on the weekend and let our hair down, but like something besides <laughs> meth. Like, so meth is it, right. it'll fuck you up. Do you, get into something else. I'm not saying. I'm just. We like, should give him a, a Paloma or yeah, something. Yeah, this, this just, pot is anti meth. Welcome back, everybody, to MAB Sports Podcast, episode 28, coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite show for you. Uh, we started the new format last week, doing the Hour of Power, and it is week one of the NFL season, and I don't want to waste any time. With me, as always, most awesome. Here we are, Brandana. Week one, my brother. I can't believe we had to do podcast about like soccer and shit. Like finally, we got the <laughs> NFL right. where we want to be, and we're coming at these kids on a, on a Sunday night. Why are we doing that, man? We're trying to get you the hottest takes of week one mm. NFL or, or the week season of the NFL. We're trying to get you those hot hot takes for Monday morning. So we're we're here podding out here late night for you. Look at that. Putting in the reps. We have a jam-packed show for you. Rip from the headlines. Guys, what else would we be doing? We are covering week one of the NFL season. We're still doing that thing from Danny, right? Doing the What yeah. the Schluck? Yeah. With the what, yeah. what the if Schluck sent yeah. in from uh, a listener that's going to send over. And then we're doing the Neapolitan Showdown in honor of week one of the NFL season that had the Atlanta Falcons hosting the Philadelphia Eagles or vice versa. Flip that. But we are going to do yeah. top three... Movies with birds in the title. That's just what we're doing. It's just going right. to be fun. We're That's going right. for it. We're going for it. It's going to happen. Be- because they kicked off their season with two bird teams. Yeah. We're kicking off the <laughs> Neapolitan showdown with two bird or with bird movies. We're doing it. Doing it. It's happening. It's our podcast. We exactly. Do what we please. Uh, then we're going to hop into the gambling corner. Uh, we did release and we'll keep releasing uh, four. Like, doesn't necessarily always four. It could be like two, three, four picks. But uh, during the gambling corner, we'll kind of review what those selections were and see how old Brandan is picking. I think I'm off to... Uh, we're off to a good start. Good start. We'll dive, we'll dive a, into that. That's a tease. That's a tease. That's a tease. That's a tease. Okay, then we'll do our MVP, and we'll finish up the show. Uh, fuck it, buddy. Let's just get into it. Let's hit him with the jams. Extra, extra. Read all about it. I'm talking front page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines there. If you want to be rich, then you better make sure that you got your shit. Oh, come on. All right, ripped from the headlines. Uh, we're doing week one in the NFL. I mean, I ask you every week why we're doing it. Why are we doing this, brother? Well, because it's uh, because it's week one of the NFL fucking season, Brandiana. Yes. And this is what we've been potting for, the moment we've been waiting for. Yeah, it's it's like the, the show is finally here. Like, we put in all of our summer training, spring training, and everything, and it's just like, boom. Like, this is where we want to be. Okay, well, let's jump into, uh, just for our listeners out there, I know they're thinking about it, so let's not even save it for last. Let's just jump on that uh, Chiefs-Chargers game. Chiefs 38, Chargers 28. Did this outcome surprise you? What were some things you thought you knew that you saw? What's some kind of uh, things that you didn't know that kind of shook it up a little bit? It did surprise me a little bit. Uh, and, and going back to when we we teased uh, the AFC West talking about the Chargers, uh, I, I stood out there and said that they were probably the best defensive team in the NFL. Yeah. Now, obviously, they've gotten – they lost Bosa with a foot injury. Um but yeah, they did not look great. Giving up 38 points to a uh, a second year, second game QB and yeah. Pat Mahomes, and I know he is, uh, you know, he is risen uh, from the uh, the ashes, Pat Mahomes, and now he is uh, in all of his glory and Chiefs sexiness. Oh my God, he they, is here. He has arrived. They are losing their fucking minds. But I, uh, it's uh, it's it's impressive. Like he's, you know, he stepped up to play. Like this is way too early. Uh, I think with all this talk, even I'm sure we might talk about Watson a little bit if we have time to get into it. Maybe not. I mean, it's too early to just be like, oh, this guy's amazing. But it's definitely what you've been hearing about all summer. And it's nice to come out of the gates that sharp. Yeah. And and the speed differential between 
Tyreek Hill and everyone else on the field is like tangible. <laughs> yeah. If you just look at some of those highlights, I mean, he's a little guy, but man, he gets all over the field. He had uh, a great uh, 30 yard reception where he went up and just kind of one arm stabbed it. I mean, the dude is legit. So that is, if I'm a Chiefs fan, that connection on those two young guys, then you mix in, you sprinkle in a little Kareem Hunt, who they didn't really mm-hmm. get too, too much in the, involved in the game. Uh, you know, had a normal no more a little less than normal carry load but uh if you if, if i'm a Chiefs fan looking at tyreek hill and pat mahomes for the next seven eight years yeah i'm getting real excited for real that excited combo. also like i think real uh excited. i know we looked at the chiefs and one of the most important things we said about uh i think we both we both had them coming out winning this division no you had chargers that's right i went kind of the other i way. did have the chargers yeah, yeah. I, 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 had the, the I had the chargers and i yeah, and I had the Chiefs kind of sitting at 500. Uh, owner, owner, or uh, whoops, uh, listener Joe, excuse me, old old habits are hard to break there. Yeah, yeah. Listener Joe, uh, calling it out right there, kind of dropping the the Phil Rivers, good stats, bad team thing, and uh, went out there and did exactly that. Yeah, although um, uh, listener Joe on our podcast did say that he had the Chargers winning this game, I remember, and then it. The Chiefs yes. going in to Pittsburgh and beating them there, which we both said was insane. Which, after watching Pittsburgh today, uh, segue time, uh, watching Pittsburgh yeah. play <laughs> bow, 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 uh, the Browns, the Chiefs going in and winning at Pittsburgh doesn't sound that nuts after watching both these teams play. Well, if, if it's a torrential downpour, then yes, I would agree with you on that one. Um, the, the Obviously, the field conditions really, really, really dissipated the effectiveness of both teams on it um but the, the 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 Steelers just couldn't help but give the game away they had five turnovers uh two Ben uh Roethlisberger fumbles and three interceptions or I might have that inverted there yeah but um so we we talked about we talked about Phil Philip Rivers kind of not having it lost losing his juice and we've talked about Eli Manning being like hey is Eli Manning gonna even last this season mm-hmm. But we haven't even really talked about Ben Roethlisberger, who was the last of those three quarterbacks drafted in that same draft class. Are we? Could we be looking at a little? Uh, hey, is this is is Ben Roethlisberger over? I know, I know. That's what some of the reaction around the league might be. But yeah, are we are we seeing the end of Ben Roethlisberger, Brandana? All right. So this Pittsburgh Cleveland game uh, came out twenty one twenty one. Go winning it overtime. It's good. Uh, good question. I don't – is this maybe one of the things that could be – I saw this less as like – I don't know. The Steelers obviously not as good as they were like three or four years ago. I can see like a slight decline. There's lots of weapons there. I think they usually kind of not skated by but had a little bit more larger uh, margin of error just coming out of like that, like a kind of a weaker AFC North. Uh, this to me was just more impressive even though Cleveland still found a way to like kind of fuck it up with just like that – devastating yeah. pick that Tyrod Taylor threw like uh to Josh Gordon kind of underthrew that float ball I think when he was coming down with like four minutes left or something in the fourth uh with with the game tied which would have been an easy field goal and put away but that way like I I don't know I, I was I was impressed with Cleveland more than I was just like uh like Pittsburgh's losing it yeah and um I mean towards the end of that game Cleveland's defensive line, which was going up against a very strong, uh, we're always kind of up there in the top five or ten offensive lines in the Steelers, mm-hmm. was going out there and, and manhandling them. Uh, Miles Garrett had a couple sacks. They had a lot of QB pressures on Big Ben. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, it was definitely impressive to see kind of what the Browns were doing. They still found very Cleveland ways to lose the game, for Un- sure. Unbelievable. I think like even yeah. Ty, Tyrod on the the next drive also had he had like an INT that was like almost dropped or something. I, I don't know. There was like another time also. I was just like, man, is this uh, kind of his days in Buffalo? Did you see him as just like kind of a guy that'll kind of fuck up and just kind of that last minute situation? Yeah, I don't really remember any like I'd like to go back and take a look and see how many game winning drives in the fourth quarter he has. I don't I don't remember a lot of it. What I do remember is is. Um, he was statistically not a, a turnover-prone guy. He didn't throw a lot of interceptions, mm-hmm. which would lead you to believe he's probably not throwing a lot of interceptions um, in, in end-of-game situations. But, uh, yeah, that, that jump ball was a killer. But uh, but it was just uh, – I mean, he kind of got away with one where he threw one up to 
to Josh Gordon to tie it up. Uh, Josh Gordon made a heck of a play to go up and get it above the the defensive yep. back there. So it's uh, it's interesting. Here's the other thing too that I think a lot of people will be talking about that game. Uh, James Conner going off for yep. he had 31 carries for I think it was like a buck 35 and two touchdowns. Kind of really throwing a little shade on uh, Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, I had an interesting take where it was just kind of like really, you know, the offensive line to try that much harder, for Connor to try that much harder to just be like kind of a fuck you to Bell. Like, if you're going to come here, like, yeah. fuck it. We don't need you, man. We can do this one. Yeah. Yeah, because they came out there, Pouncey and Ramon Foster uh, tweeted at uh, tweeted at Bell not showing up for this game. Uh, Le'Veon Bell looks like uh, – He's going to push this in and see how long he can uh, hold out for. It's going to be interesting. So what's the scenario? How long does Bell hold out for? Well, I think with kind of the, the inner team stripe. Now, Antonio Brown did come out and say, hey, we're all family. Well, you do what you got to do. Get your money. Yeah. Which I did think was kind of a little uh, throw out to just kind of save any initial media speculation on it. But it. it I think he might push this to to like we talked about in in Pat and Pod Pass there. Uh, he might sit out ten games so he can get that six games and qualify for the season and and get uh, get paid. I mean, I I don't see what what's in it for him now if he's missing one game. He can't renegotiate a deal. He can't ne- negotiate a, a long term deal. So what's in it for him? Yeah, I know this pisses me off so much. Like I saw this coming. I saw this angle, and I would, didn't hear. I you know I was telematic on it. I didn't hear any of the other yeah. pundits or anything say anything about it. So I overlooked it. Like I was just like, okay, like if he knows he's not going to be at Pittsburgh, then he's not going to ball out at Pittsburgh. He's not going to risk getting injured and not, if the point is to get a gigantic long-term contract, then there's no margin right here for him to get injured. Right. And also too, what's also hurting the value on it is David Johnson in, in Arizona just signed a three year, $39 million contract with 10 guaranteed or with uh, 30 guaranteed 10, 10 a year guaranteed. So if I'm Le'Veon Bell, it's like, Oh, you're, you're, you're killing my value in this market. Cause we're on the same echelon of running backs and you took a significantly less deal. He's two months older. David Johnson is two months older than Le'Veon Bell coming off of injury. And Took a took a lesser deal than what Bell is looking for. Well, old David Johnson got paid from the Cardinals, and old Brandon Delaney got paid because of the Cardinals. But we'll get into that in the gambling <laughs> corner. That's maybe some just quick hits from around the league. Something you walked away yeah. with. Uh, so the Bills Ravens, like three to forty-seven. Oh. I didn't get to watch a lot of this game. Just kind of saw the thing ticking up the scoreboard, like you were filling up a like gasoline at a pump or something like it was just like the numbers just kept rolling up and it was just like man how yeah. many points is so obviously i know i was super low on the ravens but we were we couldn't get much lower on the bills and it looks like we knew exactly what the fuck we were talking about yeah i mean with uh uh peterman in at quarterback kind of throwing two picks and then they they turned it over in the second half or even late into the second half i think uh to josh allen for the bills um yeah, it just did not look good. They had 153 yards in total offense, 70 through the air, uh, 83 on the ground. Um, yeah, not uh, not a lot. And also, too, they had 10 penalties for 100 yards in penalty yardage and were 2 for 15 on third down. I mean, just not a lot of good to come away from that, uh, that Bills team. Uh, conversely, the Ravens, it's kind of hard to tell. Like, yeah, they hosted 47 points on the Bills, but yeah. – what did what did we really learn from that team? We knew the Bills were bad, but does that mean the Ravens are that good, or are they just that much better than a, a shitty Bills team? Well, there you go, Bills fans. I mean, at least you have the city of Buffalo in November and December to look forward to. Yikes. Right. going to be and, a long season for those guys. Okay, so uh, <laughs> is there kind of any – it looks like just real quick, uh, other quick takes – the New England Patriots over the Houston Texans 27-20. Is there anything about uh, kind of Deshaun Watson you want to talk about or that jumped out? Like, is he, are we overreacting? Is this going to be like a big, like, is Watson not back? Is no. it just sophomore slump? No, no, no. I think this is, I think this is a trend that will continue. Uh, I did say that the Patriots had some returning pass rushers last from last year, which they had an anemic pass rush last year. But I also talked about in the gambling corner about the uh, the terrible offensive line for the Houston Texans, and Deshaun Watson was. Uh, 
they had 12 quarterback hits on them and three sacks. So mm. ag- against a team that last year did not have a great pass rush, I know they slightly improved with uh, Wise, the, the rookie that they got back from ACL tear, um, but they did li- lose Patrick, uh, their defensive coordinator. Um, so not a great pass rush, and yet they were still be- able to generate a lot of a lot of uh, bangs on uh, old Deshaun Watson, which I think if you go up against some other uh, stout fronts, you're gonna you're gonna see a lot of Deshaun Watson running around. All right, so real quick from this week, what is one team that's on the old most awesome's radar, a little bit better than you thought they would be, and what's one team that's a little bit shittier than you thought they would be? <laughs> um, <laughs> Did you, could you could you hear how much I love saying that word shittier? I was just like shittier. Yeah, Shit, you really shit. laid into that. You really <laughs> laid into that. Um, I think the I think the team that's the shitty. Ooh, I've got a oh a couple. I mean, the Tennessee Titans. Obviously, they had uh, two long rain delays, so it's hard to see. But Marcus Mariota uh, getting getting sat for Blaine Gabbert. Yeah, uh, is that right? I, I didn't know if he went down with an injury. He, or, he, yeah, he uh, he, he was kind of fucking with the hand thing. So I, I don't know if the oh, outcome okay. of that is like I, I don't know if they're quite in like fucking burn it down like bench the guy yet but he's definitely not the Mariota I mean from three years ago his rookie year whatever that everybody was excited about and then I know last year like people were just like oh he's gonna really kind of take that step and it never happened and it seems just to be like a continuation of that even though he did have a really impressive uh playoff performance against the Chiefs Oh shit! Right. There we go. Just right. lost a lost a few listeners. I don't know why I had to bring that up. We'll uh oh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe I was wrong about the the. the he still threw two picks, so yes, I was surprised to see that against uh, against a Miami team that I thought that was gonna gonna not be that great. Um, and hey, I don't know. Maybe it's a little us versus the world, but Tampa Bay hanging forty eight points against the, uh, the Saints. The Bucks and Saints. I know. So is it time to let's cut Jameis Winston? Let's put my plan in place. Like fuck Jameis Winston. We're good. Yeah. Let's just cut him. Like, let, yeah. Oh, but I mean, I think, I feel like Ryan Fitzpatrick kind of needs that. Like, he just has to, if he has that mentality of just like, oh, I'm the backup, he just kind of plays different. Like, he, he goes at it's like right. a little looser, like, it's a little bit more fun than, like, you know, we've seen him actually get handed the keys and fucking run the car into the ground. Right, exactly. And I think it's just one of those things where it's like, hey, what, what else do we have to lose? I don't have anything to lose. Yeah. He's get, he might very well come back, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and throw three picks instead of four yep. touchdowns like he did this game. Yeah. Uh, and I was surprised with the Saints, with their defense, right, that they were going they – they obviously pushed all in. They traded up for Marcus Davenport in the first round, the defensive end outside of the linebacker, rush linebacker from University of Texas San Antonio uh, to get him, I think it was like the 14th or 15th pick. Um, that defense looking a little, little shaky against a uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick led <sighs> Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, there, there's a little bit more talent on that Tampa Bay team than we give it credit for. I think it was a little weird to, and I'm not trying to revisionist history. Go back and listen to the pods, people. You'll hear what I'm talking about. Right. But there is a little right. bit of a there's weapons, man. Like Mike Evans is like he's a good, like one of the best wide receivers in the league. You know, and if you have that, like you roll anybody out there with like a target that big, like you can you can. They can generate some offense, and sure, that's what that's what sure. we saw them they, do. And I think a lot of times, right. you know, last year with Jameis Winston, we were just like, "Oh, this is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers getting in their own way." It's just like there's too much talent for like to, for the games to be like losing games like thirteen to thirty and just like all the picks and stuff. And it's I, I just think we saw it like kind of like a like a throwback Fitzpatrick of like five six years ago, and then you know uh, taking advantage of the talent in the squad. Right. Yeah, I will be cautiously op- optimistic for week two. I'll be very interested to see. But then, and and maybe we want to we want to save this for our, our end of the week telemathic. Mm. But uh, do we have a quarterback controversy of Bruin in Tampa Bay? Is that the, is that the biggest thing that pundits are going to be screaming about? Okay. Yeah. So let's do it. Yeah. One? So uh, one little segment. We, we can do it now. Let's just fucking do it when it makes sense and it feels let's natural. Do it now. Uh, yeah. So each week we're going to come. We're covering the NFL. Uh, we know like the talking heads are going to be in full swing because their season has started also. Uh, but thanks for kicking off your week with us. But we're going to guess, you know, just there's that one headline that you just hear said over and over all week long. That's like a complete exaggeration. And we're going to dive in and kind of guess what that is. And I think um, you you want to go quarterback controversy. That's what you're thinking. Because. Yeah. My, OK. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you want to you want to cut Jameis. So, I mean, yeah, they're, they're, oh, we're, yeah, we're, I we're talking hy- hyperbole. Yeah, I guess it would be. I mean, here's a real question: Like, if Fitzpatrick is four and zero and Winston comes back, like, do they keep going with Fitzpatrick? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think if Dirk Cotter is smart, you have to ride the hot hand. I mean, there is that kind of the old thing of like, oh, you don't lose your your starting spot to injury. Um, but this is not that. He was suspended. It was, you know, conduct detrimental to the league. So are they going to view that? And 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 like we talked about uh, when we covered the NFC West, you know, kind of the the team played out, or you know, kind of thinks that Winston's a little played out with some of the antics of motivational and being kind of this inspirational figure. I think they just want somebody who's going to go and make smart plays. That I don't care about all the fist bumping and the rah rah bullshit. I want guys that are going to come out and ball and play. And if he's got the locker room, and Winston doesn't, and Kirk or Dirk Cotter is trying to keep his, his gig, I, I would roll with the hot hand. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I think what we'll hear ad nauseum this week, we'll hear a lot about Mahomes, which maybe as we should. I think there'll definitely be a talk about yeah. that. Uh, I could start. I know I texted you about this, or maybe we talked about it in pre-bro, but like, uh, I think I called you, but uh, is Andrew Luck like officially a bust? Like, is that, I know, I know it's just like a Bengals thing, but it's like, it didn't look the same. A lot of check downs, like not that he was still like right. up there in the pocket, like we're used to, but there wasn't really, and man, it's going to be really hard for us to keep track of which games we gamble on. We're like trying to break up these and only talk about the games <laughs> right. we didn't gamble on. Uh, my, my last thing also right. is, um, I think my big takeaway is Washington Redskins, NFC East division winners. Oh yeah. It'd be crazy. It wouldn't, be, wouldn't crazy. be crazy. Looking good. I mean, they didn't play a very good Arizona Cardinal team. So, again, it's like one of that. It's going back to the Ravens. It's like, yeah. were they that much better than the just the Cardinals, which we kind of know were bad? Or are they just really good? And we're not sure yet. So, only time will tell on that one. We'll figure it out. We'll get to the bottom of it. We see you. You know what? Let's stick around. Let's watch, you know, 16 more weeks of football and – We'll figure it out. You in for that, bro? You want to do that? Do oh, it. I am knee deep in for it. I don't know if Dr. Misses the commission is, but I'm in for it. <laughs> You're definitely down for it. Uh, let's just jump in. Do the watch the schluck segment. Let's do the what the schluck. What the schluck. Can you give gift cards for online gambling? <laughs> I don't know the answer to this. First off, would you want? So are you saying like, hey, Brandiana, it's your birthday. And, or your birthday month, I should say. Uh-huh, correct. And I want to get you a gift. What's the gift that Brandana wants the most? Well, he likes to gamble. So I'm going to go over to uh, BetDSI mm-hmm. or uh, – oh, quick sponsor. Shout out sponsor there at BetDSI. Oh, man. Sponsor yeah. our pad. Any bets I need to get on this. Yeah, exactly. Just start throwing them out there. Um, and so I just go up there and then, uh, you know, Venmo you essentially through their portal a uh, $100 uh, gambling tab. Yeah, okay, so we're getting dangerously close to just giving me cash for my birthday, which is fine, which I'm not anti that, but I don't think it does it because it's like you can't really, there's not gift certificates or gift cards for like casinos. There's like player cards, and you give like, right. I guess you could give someone like chips. So I don't think so. I think what you'd have to do is, here's what I would tell you to do. If you want to get somebody a gift card, I'd figure out which way they like the line, and I would just place that bet for them. Like, just kind of talk. You're just like, oh, I want to get Brandana something. You just text me. And you're just like, hey, what's like your, you know, your best bet of the week? And I tell you what it is. And then you just kind of sent me. You're just like, hey, I made I made this bet for you, bro. Happy birthday, bro. <laughs> Happy birthday, yeah. bro. But I do, uh, man, each year I ratchet up the gambling a little bit. So it's got to be a big bet for me to feel something. I just want to throw that out there. So, oh, really? yeah, if we're going to do this plan, if we plan on doing it, then that's that's is what it has to be. Right, so don't come with anything less than two hundred or or yeah. three bills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you that's gotta a good come. Number. You gotta come correct for Brandana's gotta... birthday, which is probably what you guys are spending for his birthday. Anywho, mm-hmm. you know, we, it's a national holiday. He's a treasure to our country, so we <laughs> gotta sweet. roll out for yeah. It's like my birthday. You're so nice. Uh, well, thanks for sending in that email for what the schluck. Keep the emails coming. Uh, you can email us at mabsportspodcast at gmail dot com. Um, yeah, let's jump into this Neapolitan showdown, bro. So let's leave it alone. Cause we can't see eye to eye. There ain't no good guy. There ain't no bad guy. There's only you and me and we just disagree. High noon. Six shooters ready. All right, Neapolitan Showdown. I am fucking 
talk about up against it. I am in. I'm in a hole, bro. Ooh. I am in a hole. This is kind of like wow, wow, you know. You wow. thought you had a bunch of elbow room. You're just like, oh, he won two. How can he win like three? How can he win four? And now you've put up a four Pete, quattro Pete in a row. Hashtag quattro Pete. And I got. I'm like. Motherfucker, like I can't. I'm desperate. Like I, I like I, I don't want to also get like too tight. Where like I'm trying to force a win, but I can't. I can't handle giving you yeah, five. Yeah. Like four is never going to be hit. Five is five. I might as well just quit the podcast. Uh, so we are doing, <laughs> like we said, in honor of the NFL season kicking off, and it opened up with the Atlanta Falcons and Philadelphia Eagles. We were just like, hey, let's do some movies with birds in the title, and it was like, boom, that's how it was formed. So that's boom. what we're doing. Uh, you exactly. take the ball out, sir. Exactly. So I'm just sitting in here and I just I've got my smoking jacket like wide open. Right. I'm just basking in the glow okay. All right. of just just four wins. Yeah, I mean, yeah. this is this is uncharted we, water. And we, it's one of those things it where it's like it's kind of like when a pitcher is, is throwing a no hitter, like yeah. perfect game. Right. You almost don't want to talk about it. Oh, God. But it, but for me, I just want to talk about it all the time. Just like just just feeling it. Yeah, I so get, I'm kind of get that vibe that you do want to talk about it all the time. Let's uh, what's the movies? Birds, movies, <laughs> movie yeah. birds. <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, you want to get into the actual thing? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not how, not, not right, how so this I'm is gonna, equivalent to a no-hitter. Yes, let's go ahead and talk about the movie birds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the, the people want to know. They have to understand what's going on. The context here, Brandana. Sure. Okay, so my number three, I'm going to go with a film done by who I know, uh, a director we both like, Darren Aronofsky. Yeah. I'm going to go with Black Swan, Black Swan. baby. Black Swan. You like him dark, bro. It's dark. It is dark. It's dark. It's a little psychological thriller. Yeah. You've got Natalie Portman, yep. Mila Kunis. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lovely Natalie Portman and Mila Kunis share a very uh, unique scene together. But it's just one of those things where I think Natalie Portman was fantastic in the uh, in the whole thing. It was uh, kind of beautifully shot. I liked it. It was it was uh, enjoyable. It was intense. Yeah. And I like that movie. Okay, that's good. I haven't seen it. What's this scene? What happens in the mm. scene? Oh, well, now, uh, based on this recommendation, yeah. you will run out and go see that. You, on your flight out to Indiana, you will, oh, you will be, uh, <laughs> you'll be, uh, you'll be watching this. Right. There's a little, uh, there's a little party sesh okay. between young Mila Kunis and Natalie Portman. A uh, little ecstasy, little dancing, turns okay. into a little kissing, a little okay. love making. All right. I don't want to sound too, uh, too weird about it, okay. but it was that's good. that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I want to watch that movie like on a plane with people around me. I always feel weird about that. Like we watched just like like brief nudity or something. Like you're on a plane, you're just like I didn't know. Like and it's a movie they provided. It's like I didn't know that was in there. This is this is awkward. This is weird. Uh, okay, yeah. So that's a, that's a solid. I'm gonna give you um, 85 on Rotten Tomatoes. Just just putting out there. All right, 85. There you go. Popular critics. You got an 85. There you go. There you go. Um, I like it. All right, I'm going. I think this is this movie is you know if. MAB Sports Podcast had a movie library. I feel like this would be up there. I feel like it's come up a couple times, maybe side conversations. I don't think it's actually been a a top three for either of us, something, but I'm with Mighty Ducks. Ooh. Quack. I like it. Quack. Okay, so it's, uh, you know, it's kind of a classic movie from our childhood that we watched. You know, it's kind of yeah. Disney was in the height of its powers with just kind of doing like the little like kids' sports movies. Uh, it, I'm not talking about like the trilogy or like two or three anything. I'm talking about the original one, uh, Gordon right. Bombay. And then we have our guy from My Cousin Vinny, and he drops that classic line. He's like, you're not even a has-been. You never was. And he's the same guy that also does the identical. I just realized this. He likes right. to clap his hands together like when he does like little moments like that. that that's his little acting tell. Yeah. I like it. Uh, it created a new – like literally created a new franchise. Like the Mighty Ducks became a professional hockey team. So that's yeah. Why that's movie power? Why isn't why isn't that like a thirty for thirty? Like how yeah, come no more? Yeah. How come people like don't talk about that more often? <laughs> exactly. It's like, hey, they rolled out this kids movie and people were so into it that they're like, you know what? Yeah. Fuck it. Let's just make a franchise out of this. The ho- hockey needs a little bit of bump from uh, from Hollywood, so let's do this thing. Yeah, it's weird. It'd be like like an expansion team in the NFL. Like, what was that? Like uh, any given Sunday, they were like the Sharks or something was the name of the team. It'd just be like, right. like just kind of starting the Sharks just because of a movie. And it's just like, okay, like, I mean, that was really like just kind of unapologetic, like cross branding promotional. And it, yeah, it worked. Did it work? Is that a good talking team? They, well, because then eventually they were just like, all right, this is silly. And now they're just the Ducks, right? 
Right. Okay. Yes. They, 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 and they've cleaned up the, they, but they had like the uniforms were exactly the same as the Mighty Ducks uniforms. Yep. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they looked, they had the teal and the gold and the black and like the silly duck. They've yeah. kind of, they've sleeked it up a little bit. Yeah. Now they're just the Anaheim Ducks. Mm. Um, they're no longer mighty. They're no longer mighty. Mm. Um, here's the thing. Do we know, I'd like to find out how many games did Emilio Estevez attend in that first season, that inaugural season for the Ducks? Oh, I mean, he could yeah. have been that far. I mean, are they sure. just bringing him in for week one, uh, dropping the puck, the ceremonial sure. <laughs> puck? Yeah, I, you yeah. know, I got to know this. Like, you yeah. know, this is something I got to go. We got to we gotta touch out, touch base with uh, with his people and find out. Get him on the pod. Let's get, Let's Emilio, get Emilio Estevez on the pod. Emilio Estevez, Sinbad. Uh, let's go. There is also okay. So there, there's the flying V, which works really well, like in the movie. Like yes. this, this is a no shit question. Like uh, that doesn't work, right? <laughs> right? That, that's not, it's not a it's not a sound strategy. Like what was this? No. I, and I could never remember if the flying V was like if the puck was in front and then everybody else was behind you, or I think the puck was hidden, like hidden inside the V. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think someone was behind them, kind of, and they were using it as like a shield. No, no, I, which I, thought, is like equivalent... I thought you said you were okay, spider. You were. I, I thought you, right. I thought, I thought you were the flying. You're flying V spider. Spider. Uh, right. But this is also the same like equivalent to like people that are always like, like I heard one thing where it's like, hey, in soccer, why don't you just kick it up and catch the ball between the chest of two guys, mm-hmm. and they just start walking, inchworming it over, and everyone just runs around them in a big circle. Sure, yeah. You can't like break them up. You can't push them. It's a foul. <laughs> right, right, so you right. can just carry it over yeah, and yeah. try and get it close to the goal. Like, yeah. Yeah. So that, that's the same equivalent of, of that. <laughs> sound, it, it doesn't work. Sound strategy. Uh, cool. Okay, so flying V. Uh, v is Knuckle pucks. Don't forget about knuckle pucks. Knuckle pucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Roman numeral five. That's not going to be enough points. Uh, you got 85. So I'll just give myself a hundred. I'll give myself five more. I'll give myself five more than you. So there we go. 90 to, 90. to 85. You're, you're, you're not even going to, um, <laughs> throw into or equate into the, the goalie who then, uh, Goldberg or whatever, who got like busted for math and looking okay, all sketchy. Okay. Like, okay. So people, like, are you? people sitting, is, is that picture really the same fucking guy? Yeah. That's the same dude. dude. It's the same dude. Like, f- like 18 months later. And it looks like he's aged, like not exaggerating. You know, in one picture, he looks like his age, which is like, what, like 35, right. 37, whatever. And then right. the next, like the next picture, which is like 18 months later, he looks like a legit, like early sixties. I'm yeah, not yeah, kidding. I was going to say like 62 year old man, like just dis- disheveled and, and, uh, just gross. Yeah. Um, Guys, we all like look, to party on the is- weekend and let our hair down, but like something besides <laughs> meth, like so meth is, it, right. it'll fuck you up. Do you, get into something else. I'm not saying I'm just, we like, should give him a, a Paloma or something. Yeah, this, this just, pot is anti meth because we're anti like yeah. aging 35 years in 18 months. Right. Right. All right. All right, so I'm down. You said I'm down five. Down five. I'm yeah. Down five. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Oof. Yeah. It's gonna be okay. Tough sled, my friend. I'm gonna go with. I'm also gonna I'm, guess yeah, your last movie. Tough. I think I'm gonna guess it. You should go for broke. You should go for broke. Um, I'm gonna go with my number two, which is here, La Caja Full, or you all know it as The Birdcage. This is an awesome movie. This is hilarious. That's a good one. This movie Fuck. is great. Yeah. Yeah, Nathan Lane, Robin Williams. Uh, you got Hank Azaria, who is a scene stealer in this movie. Gene Hackman, Diane Weist, Christine Bernanski. Uh, just awesome. Just an excellent, excellent movie. Yeah, that's uh, that's a good one. That's good. Yeah, uh, I went. What's up? I was gonna say your boy Paul Thomas Anderson said that The Shining and this movie are the two movies that if he catches it on, uh, like uh, you know, uh, uh, Cine- Cinemax or HBO, yeah, he has to stop and watch it all the way through. It's my boy, my boy PTN. Hey, it's wait a boy. minute, you're trying to kiss up to me, aren't you? Kiss my ass. Oh, you know, knock that off. I know. Uh, well done though. Well done. Uh, okay, so we'll give you a. It's probably on Rotten Tomatoes. It's probably like around a ninety. So we'll give you like uh, so that puts you like one seventy five to my ninety. I'm a map of my word. It is at like 74 or 79, somewhere in there. All right. Now I'm it's supposed not, to give you bonus points for being honest. Ugh, you stressed exactly. me out. All right. <laughs> One more point for being an honest man. Moving on. Look at that. Uh, okay. So my number two, and this is a shout out to our female no mabbers. Definitely want you guys to feel represented. Uh, it was a good movie. Like one of the best movies probably I saw last year. Opened up the conversation though about just like, mm. you know, I don't think the movie was made for me. And then like that would make everyone's head explode. And it's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I know like not a lot of movies are made. I'm talking about Lady Bird. 
well done. Yeah, yeah. Sacramento Tale. I think it came up uh, on our episode 10 with Joie de Vivec, which I'm sure I just said wrong. That's right. Also. But, uh, Joie de Vivec. That's right. Yeah, it was. It's nice to see uh, kind of Greta Gerwig stepping up and got a lot of like acclaim for that, kind of telling her story. It was enjoyable. I liked it. And, you know, sucking up to our female no members. So there you go. Yeah. Great. It was a good movie. Enjoyable. I, I liked it. Uh... I liked it very much. I got it one night, uh, just me, myself, and a Paloma. Uh, Doctor misses the commission. The girls were uh, were gone, and I and I sat in and I hunkered in for some Ladybird. And you know what? You enjoyed it. I was a lady. I was a lady mad that night. Oh, uh, it just kind of like at all the movies you could pick. Like I don't. That just seems like a movie like you wait for the wife to see. Like there's not other like you know two for the money that you could catch up on like just like <laughs> like just old like shitty like gambling movies that you haven't seen like you're just like ooh ladybird that sounds nice well no and so we had rented it and then we had it on like red redbox and it's like with redbox is like you get them and you're like oh it's a dollar and then it just sits there and it's like oh this that's been on my desk for like 7 days like i just paid 9 bucks for this i better watch this yeah. so we were teetering on that the, the redbox feel with that so uh so yeah so i, I popped it in and was like eh, let's do this thing Dynamite. Okay, uh, yeah, this is a really good pick on my part, so I'm going to give myself 100 points. So uh, that puts me up by, I don't know, like 12 or something. 12, okay. <laughs> it's a tight right, one. I like, I like this hardcore, Dead heat. This, this hardcore match. Well, okay, so I need, how, I, how can, how, I need my, like, we're doing it on Sunday night, so if we sound a little different, obviously, like, uh, it's a school night and everything, but I usually have, like, my printout papers, but I'm kind of doing it off my computer now, so usually I scratch in the, the reason the score feels a little bit more off the cuff is because, you know, <laughs> while it always was fake as shit, but now, like, I'm just, right. like, I'm not even taking us through the tap dancing of me doing the math. I'm just going to say it out right. loud. So uh, I'm, legit, I'm up, what I say, 12, I'm up by 12. You're up by 12. Okay, so now now you're, you're, you've are you said earlier to our, and you don't want to let our pod listeners down, you're going to guess my number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought earlier, but you're, I, I'm not going to, I'm in the driver's seat. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to balk on that. I'm going to, I'm going to walk it back. I'm gonna walk it back. If you balk, that runner, the 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 runner advances the base when you balk. So what's your third movie? What's your third movie? You know, negative two points for your sass. I didn't care for that. That's what I said. I'm up by fourteen. My baseball analogy. This is a football podcast. God damn it. Um, I'm gonna go with probably it is. No, I'm not gonna say probably. It is the best movie with a bird in the title uh-huh. it actually has a bird in the title i'm going with to kill a mockingbird mm. the harper lee classic atticus finch boo radley brock peters this is a uh, brock or play, brock peters played tom robinson i was giving you the actor the real actor name but this is an excellent movie this is a fantastic movie everyone should watch this movie uh kids adults everyone yeah, so you kind of cover the gamut there. Like we had, you're doing like you're doing super classic, and then you have just kind of like edgy, like Black Swan. And you're doing comedy. It's a it's an impressive collection. It's an impressive collection. Yes, exactly. It's dynamite. It is. It is. It's, dynamite. it's a dynamite collection. It's like any other week where you hadn't won like four in a row, then I would almost have to give you that win. But like, right, I was right. supposed to sit here and so, let you win well, how five. Many, how many? <laughs> uh, <laughs> how many points? How many points did I get for To Kill a Mockingbird? <laughs> uh, we'll give you. Uh, Let's see. That probably on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm I'm in Rotten Tomatoes zone now. Uh, so that's probably that's a, yeah. probably a solid ninety. So that puts you up yeah. by ninety with a fourteen. So sixty or uh, seventy six. Yeah. Sure. So you're up okay, by seventy six. So okay. my last one. Oh. Ooh, I don't know if I want to. I don't. I don't want to guess. Oh, actually, guess, oh, you want to guess. guess? Okay, I'm gonna make this really easy too. We'll decide the score by whatever the Rotten Tomatoes score on it is. Oh, I like this. Yeah. I like this. You have something you can do. You know what this? Do I know? I, I'm not. Then I'm not gonna. Then I'm not gonna guess that because I really don't know. I can't get a. I can't get a beat on you. Yeah. With uh, Mighty Ducks and then Lady Bird. I'm not sure where you're going. I, I have a. I'm I have a. St- I have a strong collection as well. So I had uh, Lady Bird, like kind of like comedy, Mike, Mighty Ducks, classic kid, uh, kind of like Disney sports movie. And my last one is uh, I'm going with uh, 2014's Birdman. Oh yeah, I, yeah. Yes. I I put this on there. Uh, yeah. oh, I, it I, was it was in your orbit. Didn't make your list. It was in my orbit. Yeah. Okay. I, it was, but it was. I I I turned it over for Black Swan just because I felt like they were very in the same realm in terms of like I felt like yeah they were a little bit more style over substance, yeah. but I liked the substance of Black Swan a little bit better. And by substance, you mean that scene with Natalie Portman and the ecstasy or whatever that is. 
Yes. I mean, two professional actresses honing right. their craft. <laughs> yeah. Putting on a demonstration. Sure. Yes, exactly. Give me that, give me that. Uh, yeah, so this uh, put Michael Keaton back on the map. So, first of all, it is it is a really well shot. It's a great script, well shot movie. Uh, the right. act, actors are killing it. You know, like Ed Norton does like a dynamite perf- performance in it. Like it has, uh, it's it's one shot also. I mean, it's made to look like one yeah. shot. Obviously, they cheat it sometimes when it's just like, you know, swipe on a wall and keep it going. But it's... Uh, it's it's pretty cool, which is pretty ambitious, and I think they pulled it off really well. Michael Keaton back on the map. Here's my question: Where did Michael Keaton go? Yeah, I don't know. Michael Keaton. It's not had like he like couldn't this... have got roles, right? It wasn't like. I mean, he had like little, he had like little bit parts, right? He played like FBI agent and Jackie Brown, but that's still like 1998, 99. Right, right, yeah, yeah, and then he just kind of went off the map. But yeah, I mean, there was no, there was probably wasn't a bigger movie star in that mid to late '80s. You think of like all the movies that he was in. I mean, and and, and running the gamut too, uh, from comedy to yeah. dramatic stuff, yeah. doing ba- being the original Batman, the OG Batman of yeah, them all. For sure. I mean, it's like what a crazy Be- ride it is. Yeah. Beetlejuice, right? Exactly. Yes. I mean, yeah, mul- just an multiplicity. I know people usually don't say that for their third <laughs> Michael Keaton movie. That movie's underrated. It's pretty fucking funny. Yeah, multiplicity is good. Um, I, the the movie, my one of my favorite Michael Keaton movies. It's because I'm an '80s kid. Is is Mr. Mom, where he mm-hmm. plays a a guy who loses his job, uh, and then has to then be a dad, a stay-at-home dad, and then his wife, played by Terry Gar, it was, mm. has to go off, and she gets hit up by Martin Mull, and it's just got some great like it's got cl- classic like '80s scenes and movies, um, and I love it. I always get I get those movies mixed up like Mr. Mom, like Mom Man, like Mr. Nanny nanny the man right, right, like it's just like right, there's a stretch there for like four years where just like that just some version of that title care. Care. yeah yeah i got gotcha. you it's just like it's you're just taking like the baby like one was like hulk hogan was like like a nanny right. or something and then yeah vin diesel played one too yeah that's, 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 yeah there's a little later but yeah that, that was when they were yeah. trying to like re-get that genre get that genre fired back up more like exactly. dudes take care of their family uh great okay so i'll give myself it probably has like a 90 uh boom there i win Four feet over. Brandana <laughs> back in the driver's seat where he belongs. Oh man. You should you should you should at least play like you're I know. We should get out of here because I'm literally feeling a little guilty about how I just like <laughs> just just transparently was just like, nope, I'm gonna win. Uh all right, gambling that's corner. That's like that's like when uh you that your team sacked the quarterback and forced a turnover and then all of a sudden the penalty flag comes flying out. You just threw the penalty flag on. I that, did. I did. Yeah, it it's was. Gonna be, it's going to be all the talking heads oh, are going to be lambasting that. Okay. Uh, all right. I'm moving you're on. You're just getting really Look. good at this game. All right. Bring me to my jam. corner do you want to hit him with my picks that we released on thursday bro yes so for those that are listening uh stay tuned to the instagram page because our boy brandana is going to be dropping some hot gambling takes pre the nfl sunday uh season or sunday games uh to talk about who his best bets for the week are so if you want to get in make a little cheddar make a little bank Go on, check it out on Instagram. And here in this podcast, we're going to be talking, uh, we're going to be paying off some of those best bets. And this week he came in there. We talked a little bit about it. The Panthers, the Carolina Panthers, minus three, uh, hosting the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, we had the, he picked the Redskins mm-hmm. um, at Arizona, mm-hmm. uh, plus one. Mm-hmm. And he also then took the titans on the road minus one at miami and then i forced his hand i made him give me another one because i couldn't i could not have any more hot takes from brandana he laid down the monday night gem of the la rams minus four Mm. at the oakland raiders 
Yeah, buddy. So we'll, uh, and we'll definitely, so as we do this, I'm not going to let just, it has to be, we're recording this on Sunday night. So there's a Sunday night game going on right now and there'll be a Monday night. Right. Uh, this week has two Monday night games. So there's like three games that kind of, uh, that haven't happened yet, but we'll still keep those in the right. picks if we think they're hot picks. So I think right now what we can do is we'll take that off the table and maybe if we know like we might move this Rams game to maybe next week's Brandana Gambling Corner and count it towards that now we'll still keep it on this sure. stat we'll just see if we need to jump into it because it'll be so old nobody will want to talk sure. about a game that was like a week ago uh, alright so sure. out of the gate with the games that did happen I am I'm cooking two for three bro uh, I just missed on yeah. I guess going through these games one at a time uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about why I went with it and then what I saw happen and if it's you know sure. if I feel like I kind of got away with something lucky or it kind of played out like I needed it to uh, oh yeah we had to we did add and then you and I will talk about uh, we won't mention what it is yet. We kind of did at the top of the show, but we did add one more through the weekend after we released that Thursday thing. Uh, there was one more that we felt really good about, which was the Cincinnati yeah. Indianapolis. And we'll talk about that, but going through these picks, yeah. uh, let's talk about the easy one. First, it was Washington Redskins, uh, getting a point, which was crazy. Basically when they're getting a point to, uh, doing the money line or like taking that one point is like, it's the price point is like so middle school or different or sometimes you don't even have like the money line if, if that's the option uh, this was easy for me though it was like it's a cardinals team that we knew wasn't going to be good and right a redskins team that really like I, I know they're running backs down but it's uh you know a lot of young weapons and there was like kind of one substitution which you know i'm a big Kirk cousins fan go vikes because i kind of need to be but like alex smith wasn't like a gigantic downgrade at qb so it was just like had the weapons, like has the young talent. Right. And this is kind of a Cardinals team that everyone knew was going to be dog shit. I don't know to this level. So it was like, fuck yeah, give me that one point on the, on the road, the road dog. Right. Yeah. I, it makes, it makes total sense in that because like you're saying, it's like, what's really, I mean, if anything, they're, they're moderately improved the Redskins and the quarterback position, if anything is a lateral move. Right, yeah. they they got no worse or no better at the quarterback position from Kirk Cousins to Alex Smith. If you're if you're like a total Alex Smith pe- pessimist, I, so well, I, can, I mean, I think I still think you, I mean you could make the argument that it's like it's not a gigantic downgrade. I think you can make the argument that is. I know I'm coming in as like a Vikings fan here, but it's it's Alex Smith is a little downgrade from Kirk Cousins. Right. Okay. A little. Right. Yeah, little, right. Yeah. But it, but in, in enough to lose on the road to. Um, to, to Arizona? No, no, obviously no. not. Yeah, yeah, for sure not. No, no. I, I don't. I don't. I, I don't. So they, I think this line was a mix of, and I'll let you jump back into it. Like it was a little mix of kind of that Alex Smith and a little mix of you know the Cardinals kind of look like I, I don't know. I don't know where our insight came from how shitty the Cardinals was going to be, and I guess it was just kind of the the trust you would have in Sam Bradford who'd look like dog shit one of the things sam bradford used to have when he could actually stay on the field was like the accuracy like put up the most historic right. like most accurate season ever with the vikings two years ago and like that's not even there anymore right and i think they were discounting a little bit on the redskins defense against the arizona offense and i think uh i think that's one of those things like we talked about like are is their defense significantly improved and do they have a chance to win the east i mean basically if you look at it they put up 21 points in that that second quarter and then just kind of held serve so that could just be you know jay gruden just kind of being conservative in that game after after he got a big lead realizing that they're not gonna they're not gonna be marching down the field the cardinals aren't yeah great okay uh we're up against it we'll keep cooking through these um the carolina panthers covering three points uh this is there's been kind of rumors and people have noticed Dallas don't doesn't have any fucking wide receivers and Dallas could be like, right. we could be talking like bottom five NFL team. Like wouldn't it be shocking. They kind of ride the wave off of, you know, being America's team. And then Dak Prescott, right. you know, breaking through like two years ago and is, and Zeke Elliott. Uh, I think you had mentioned very wisely. It's like, there's some offensive line issues and injuries mm-hmm. that kind of happen. And there's like, right. there's no wide receivers. And I mean, you lose Des Bryant, you lose Jason Witten. And it's just like, that's a totally different fucking offense. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm going to throw a little gambling term out here. The, the Cowboys are a very public team. So the Cowboys tend to get a little lenient leniency, right? When it comes to the, you know, that's, that's stuff, great. Right? Little- yep. And I wanted to bring that up. So that's absolutely something you can look for, especially, uh, you know, if you did any player props, uh, betting unders on just like number of catches or something just because the betting overs are sexy so you're right like with especially with these big teams like uh you know like a dallas cowboys 
like a Pittsburgh Steelers, like a Patriots, like those, so many people are, if more people are betting on a team, obviously that changes the line. And then people like to bet on those teams. And so their right. value well, is going to be inflated. Well, here's the thing is, is, uh, and I'm just looking at the score right now because it's halftime. Packers were plus or minus seven and a half points. Yeah. They're down 17-0 at halftime right now holy, to the Bears. Holy fuck. Are you serious? No, yeah, I'm totally serious. Wow. But just talking about those public teams, yeah. like it's a like Packers, Packers is a public at home. Team, yeah. yeah, totally public team. Um, so, yeah, so they covered that three-point uh, 16-8. to eight, They covered. Um, I, I will say, yes, you're right. The the I, can't, I couldn't tell it because I watched the game. I couldn't tell if they were offensively – the Carolina Panthers just not good, or was the Dallas defense just just that good? Yeah. Um, this it, Cam Newton is unreal, though. Yeah. I tell you what, man, he is unbelievable. I, li- I like him a lot, man. I really like. Yeah. I like. I I like his playing style. I mean, of course, we'd like the accuracy to be there a little bit more, but uh, that package sure. just—he's a beast on the field. Like, looks like a man amongst boys sometimes. Uh, yeah. I, I the only thing I worry is is there was a lot of basically like read option plays where it's just either hand it off to can uh, to McCaffrey. McCaffrey or or to take it on his own. Um, he took it a lot on his own. Yeah. He took he's, uh, I mean he's a big dude, so is he going to withstand the pounding over sixteen games? That we'll 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 take the money today, but I'm I'm curious about that later on down the road. Yeah, and I think this score maybe uh, there was an early fumble like I think like on the five yard line that McCaffrey had and Carolina was going yeah, down the score. Yeah. And so this, this game probably didn't need to be this close, but uh, right. you know, yeah. they, they did, they took care of business. They did what they needed to do. Uh, all right, great. And then we'll talk about the losses as well. Uh, Tennessee Titans and the Miami Dolphins. Okay. So this game basically took place over the course of seven hours due to like lightning <laughs> delays. They had to shut off. Right. So uh, uh, it's which you, which you, which you can't really fall in, in a gambling thing right i mean that's just one of those force majeure an act of god that it's like you know yeah had they come out there and just played the whole rhythm of a game maybe it goes a little different yeah maybe they cover yeah you know it takes a seven hour football game for old brandana's swing and miss but whatever so it's fine <laughs> uh, i was wondering if they were actually just going to cancel the fucking game and then if i just got that bet back uh i think we talked about it a little bit uh in the top is just you know marcus Mariota. uh this yeah I, and i think people are kind of each year I think they lean a little bit more towards the the Titans are probably going to figure it out and get it together than they do like, oh, this is like kind of a shithole team. Like, you know, just like what a Cleveland would get. But uh, right. like, I don't know, man. We'll have to see something from Mariota because if not, like this could be another long season. And I know like I'm high on Derrick Henry. Like, ugh. yeah, he's going to have to go back and Ten. edit some podcast and <laughs> get, yeah, get exactly. that out of there. Uh, yes. 10, 10 carries, 26 yards, my man. Oh. Not good. Yeah. And, uh, how you feeling? How you feeling though for this Rams game? It, kind of after everything that we've seen. Uh, yeah. My my only does this do, do, do any of these games impact how you would look at this 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 Monday night game at all? Or they they, no? they don't. I, I think the only thing is you know uh, that Indianapolis Cincinnati game, us getting the right spread. It it makes me feel good yeah. about. Uh, it's hard to tell, but. I think what we saw a lot is the good teams, uh, kind of like the Denny Green. They are rest in peace. They are who we thought they were. We let them out the hook. Like there's some of these teams. R.I.P. Denny. Yeah, uh, these teams are who we thought they were. You know, like the Minnesota Vikings looked right. like what we expected. You know, the uh, right. I think the Cleveland Browns looked a little bit like what we expected. Like the um, yeah, the Buffalo Bills a thousand percent looked like what we ex- expected. Uh, the New England Patriots like right at that level of what we expected from them. So my only fear would be, you know, and it's way too early for this. Uh, but there's always kind of, you know, there's one or two teams that really come in way under expectations. It was like the Atlanta Falcons, like last year, like, you right. know, there's just, and we have to have one of those teams. And I just hope with the money I have riding on the Rams, that it's not the Rams tomorrow night against the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. Oh, but you know, it's good. Like, you know, the, who the team could be, it could be these Green Bay Packers. You know, like we'll get yeah. that score, like a kind of a shocking score, just like that. that we we had the ten win over. We we I don't know if we were we were right there at it. I think they were at ten wins. Yikes! I don't think I did. They're gonna, that. They're gonna I fucking hate Aaron Rodgers. I was, I'm sure I was on the under out of spite. Yeah, exactly. Out of spite. Spite. Um. Cool, man. Uh. Yeah. Let's talk about this Cincinnati. So, uh, my boy, most awesome threw a little coin on a game. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I like it. I. I. You know. I. Uh, 
Look, the girls now are going to go to the best Ivy League institutions. <laughs> sure, of the sure, 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 sure. Because I rolled out the old cheddar, yeah. put up the house mm-hmm. on it, on the Bengals. No, I just uh, I put a little bit of money on it. And, uh, hey, it was sweet to get that first gambling win on there. Yeah. I saw the, uh, the plus three, uh, a, another road dog for the Bengals. Yeah. Uh, had I done more research on it, I probably would have stayed away from it, realizing that like the Bengals hadn't won in Indianapolis in like thirty-one att- like thirty-one tries or something like that. Yeah, you, like, you gotta, something crazy. You gotta remember what's that? That stat doesn't bother me. Stats like that don't yeah, bother me because yeah. it's like you know you're not playing. It's not those. It's not like a collection of like the thirty-one other teams that lost in that stadium. You know, it's just like sure. it's Andy Dalton this year, like against like Andrew Luck, like they're. The thing that brought it up to me is uh, I was listening to another gambling podcast uh, and it was a good point. Like there was something. So this is the this is a little bit of the opposite of what we we're just talking about on um, shit. Maybe the maybe I was just talking about the team that you kind of give a benefit of the doubt to like you lean in and you sure, kind of want right. them to be good. Like Cincinnati to me kind of had the opposite. I just I think they're getting like a little bit just because they like their playoff record, you know, the like their coach, they're just like it's always a middling team. So I think they're kind of looked right. at like a little shittier than they actually are. Right. Which is right. a good opportunity to make money in gambling. Sure. Yeah. Great point. Great point. And it definitely looked like I mean, Andrew Luck was he had a couple deeper passes but the, i think the one thing that really kind of clued us in is is that in the preseason he only had two pass attempts over 15 yards yeah. Yeah. which i thought was a scary stat stat just kind of indicative of his shoulder and kind of like a pitcher in, in major league baseball being on a little bit of a a pitch count yeah now he did have some deeper throws he had a 26 yarder to eric ebron mm-hmm. the old lions uh tight end um, but that was like a wide open, it was a blown coverage and uh, found him perfectly in the end zone and, and only had to my memory. Cause I watched that game only had a, like a couple really deep passes. Everything was dink and dunk. Yeah. And maybe it could just be the offense that, that they're running to. That's what I was wondering. Um, yeah, it definitely could be. It definitely could be. Well, maybe a little mix um, of both too. Maybe it's like, you know, they're kind of pushing this offense a little bit more just cause of his shoulder thing. And they're just like, this is kind of the new face of the Colts. This is how we're going to do it. Right. And uh, on the other side of the ball, talking for the Bengals, uh, if Joe Mixon plays like that every week, their offense is significantly improved. I mean, now they have a legit running offense and they were using him. And I don't want to. I don't want to say like he's a little bit of a taller guy, like in a Le'Veon Bell type esque way, where they were throwing some out passes to him in the flat and just letting him go and get seven, eight. 15-yard runs here and there and just breaking it off. He was looking very strong. Uh, all right, guys, this has been the Brandana Gambling Corner. Like most awesome said, you can find our picks on our Instagram. We're going to roll those out every Thursday. And that won't necessarily be like three or four. We'll figure out how many just kind of based on. It might even just be one. Yeah. Just we want you to make money. Yep. Make money. That's what it's all about. And that's and that's and that's what we had you do today, folks. <laughs> Absolutely. You made some money. Two for three. You're welcome. Two for three so far, brother. Uh, email that's us right. any thoughts you have, any gambling questions at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. We are up against it in this hour of power, but we have done what we promised we would do for you. We're keeping it tight. We don't want you sitting inside your car for like, you know, that hour 20, like not going into work, probably job and jeopardy and everything. We get, we hear your cries. We're going to take care of you. It's safe now. It's like a nice little, <laughs> been week one of the NFL with this power hour coming at you. And then let's do our MVP of the week to so get the fuck out of here, bro. There you go. There you go, bro. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to get away from the football tip. I'm going to go with basketball. We recently had the Hall of Fame. We had a couple Hall of Fame speeches from Ray Allen and Steve Nash. Um, I, I thought they were wonderful because they talked a little bit about uh, less about their talents and and all this, their accomplishments. But uh, Ray Allen said that talent is overrated. What is important is hard work and talk about the hard work and sacrifice uh, of actually going out there and committing yourself to one endeavor and being a, a Hall of Famer. Uh, and Steve Nash talked about goal setting and the importance of start setting incremental goals and realizing that the 
the plateaus, that's the like that's the important stuff. That's the moment where you feel like you're plateaued that oftentimes end up being a, a springboard to that next level. So I thought it was really good stuff in, in Hall of Fame speeches, which we've heard other Hall of Fame speeches where they've called people out in their speeches. Yeah. This is one that I think is like if you were to get your get in front of your kids or somebody you know that's having a rough day or anything and just like listen to this. This is sage advice. This is good advice for not just a, a playing basketball but for your life so ray allen steve nash is not only are you hall of famers this week you're also most awesome mvp of the week hey congrats guys that's awesome man it's wondering which one kind of means more to them it's a pretty big deal uh all right i'm talking (laughs) about i'm going to give my mvp to adrian peterson uh we're coming out of that redskins arizona cardinals game and the running back we're talking about is not david johnson but one AP uh, was a Vikings fan watching for a long time, and today he scored his 100th rushing touchdown. There you go. All day. Purple Jesus. Uh, buddy, we did it. We banged out on a Sunday night. We're making this happen for the people. This is a rich pod. It's so much richer that we have all this NFL information. That's true. And we're just trying to bring it to you in real time, just get it to you. So sit back, relax, and uh, enjoy the rest of the week, folks. Um, oh, should we throw out the social media yeah, handles? Yeah, let's do it. Go? Yeah, let's do it. All that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Instagram, Twitter, at Mab, M-A-B, underscore sports. You know how to spell sports. Ooh, you guys got it. And uh, you can email us, like I said, mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. Jump on iTunes, subscribe, leave five stars, leave a comment. It means a lot, guys. Tell friends. Uh, enjoy this week one information, and we will be back next week with week Week two and some other sports too. We don't we'll want to. Yeah, yeah. Throw yeah, we're just so on. fucking excited we'll about see. football. <laughs> and you, you guys right. only give us an hour now, so it's kind of like we're handcuffed. All right, uh, I am Brandana. Why don't you go ahead and sign yourself off, most awesome? I was going for that five P, but I got jobbed on Bird Map. Runway, style, fame, she likes fashion. Oh.